This is Jason Barkley in Precision Massage and Healing's podcast, Healing the Nation, episode three. Boost your path. This is now the beginning of our wellness routine, um, which has to be more of a Sun Tzu approach. Um, now, the reason why anyone out there has had a hard time getting healthier before or improving relationships before um, has largely been stress. At the same time, in our mechanical world, we have to shift our viewpoint of wellness activities. They're not these cute fairy tales that hopefully they work or not. They're a tool that we have to learn to respond to match to the level of stress that we face in kind with the amount of passion and dedication we have towards our own wellness. Doesn't mean we have to spend hours meditating, but with the same amount of internal passion. Um, think of it as if like a fire broke out in the office. You wouldn't sit there. It'd be like, oh crap, you know, I need to put this out. Where's the fire extinguisher? Um, or stand back while someone else handles it. But at the very least, we call into action. Um, and that's why we also need to improve, improve our blueprint of wellness. Uh, whereas Harbecker, uh, had said, we all have a financial blueprint where when our money falls under the amount in our bank account that we feel we should have for many people, unfortunately these days at zero, we'll work hard to correct it. Uh, but interestingly enough, when our income or money falls above how much we think we should have in our bank account or income wise, we also work hard to correct it. So too with our bodies, that when we, um, when our health falls below a point that we decide is normal, only then do we work hard to correct it. I can't walk. I can't get up. I can't breathe. That's really late on the on the priority list, we should raise it so that when, so that when we even begin to feel stress, you know, knowing that that stress is more likely to lead to mistakes and injuries. Like even if someone's mid surgery, um, and they're like, Oh crap, I need to hurry up. I need to, um, I need to act fast. It's like, yes, act fast, but also breathe. Because most mistakes in surgery are going to be from when the surgeon is stressed, which management plays a role in, which the clients also play a role in. Like if you want your doctors, if you really want your loved one in the, who's in the hospital to have the best chance of success, be nice to their doctors. Because stress, giving, projecting all of your pain and stress onto the doctors and worries um, and unneeded insults and whatnot that just aren't helpful, you're going to be indirectly impacting your loved one. That's just how stress works. And a lot of time management is having to deal with residual emotions and pain of the staff and doctors because of negative clients that they have to face. And thus, if we can each learn to be nicer to our doctors, hospitals and professions won't have to spend so much time on management trying to then deal with the aftermath and will then be able to save a little bit more money. Um, but in wellness in general, 
we have to be willing to put a high priority on our own energy. We, when we retell a story, we should never retell it with the same amount of anger, venom, or flying saliva than we first witnessed. Um, while we're at work, you know, even mid-surgery, we have to be willing to take that breath, to keep our center, to stay calm, and to do the things outside of work that help to build a broad, stronger uh, center and preparation. That we have to be willing you know, and whether or not, um, you know, we're talking about police who suffer some of the highest levels of PTSD out of uh, most professions, because um, for $22 an hour, they're putting their lives on the line. And it doesn't help um, with when society thinks they are the target. And I'm, and, you know, I don't want to get into politics too much in the podcast, but I am an independent leading Democrat. Um but programs like that are not helpful. You know, like, yes, we should protest against uh, injustice and whatnot. And especially times when the administration system um, refuses to um, hold murderers accountable. But we should never attack police as a whole. They, they suffer from stress just like we do. Um, and one of my theories is that evil policemen aside that should be removed and dealt with that a lot of times a policeman's thought will be, I can't think before someone else might say, I can't breathe. Now, and yes, there are races in the police force. And yes, we need to get better about how we deal with them. But we have to be willing to have a better, But we have to be willing to have a better blueprint and vision of stress itself. And when we feel ourselves starting to get, when we feel our, our energy being negative, we have to be willing to say, hey, this isn't cool. This is like a fire. This is like a bursted pipe. I need to do something. With that said, it's okay if all you're willing to do is nothing. But for now, try to just have that internal thought of being willing to say, you know what? I don't need to be in pain. I don't need to keep punishing myself. I don't, I, it's okay for me to begin healing. It's okay for me to begin that, that process, that path. And it's okay if you don't know how that's done yet. But that first thought of being willing to say, I am not my stress. I am not my pain. I'm not my anger. This, those things do not define me. What does define me is more positive things that oddly enough is going to be hard to say till we get further into this podcast. But just for now, being willing to say, you know, I'm sick and tired of sick, being sick and tired. I am willing to at least consider it, raising my blueprint of wellness, being willing to do something sooner than later, being willing to do what I can. Uh, and our path that we're now getting into basically goes as follows, where it begins with uh, things to help boost your path, things to kind of help give life a little bit more meaning, to make it a little bit more worth it to go through these following steps. Um, and then my favorite step of unchaining your pain, the past, the inflammation that's holding you back and holding you down. And then finally, from that, getting into spiritual uh, growth, whether no matter what your religion is, then to personal growth, exercise, and whatnot, uh, until you finally can manifest results. Um, 
even the things that you may have once thought was impossible. And I think you're starting, I hope that you're starting to get the idea that with a Sun Tzu-like approach to wellness, taking equal passion to our own self-care than we do to our careers and things that we find stressful in the world, that there is no... There is nothing that step by step we can't achieve. And we do have a three hour audiobook that goes into a lot of these uh, stories and stuff in more detail. But for the sake of time, I'm trying to keep this one a little uh, more bite sized, if you will. Um, so, as far as boosting your path, um, it's important to find out what makes life more worth living to you. And for a lot of people, that's going to be. Um, you know, a significant other, and just walking this path together is going to help make that possible. Um, you know, like a lot of rela relationships ask, where did the energy go? Where did the love go? Why are they not having sex as much anymore? And the thing about stress, for one, is it's a full-time job. You cannot work while stressed, you're not going to get much done. You cannot read while stressed. You're not going to get much read. You cannot love and stress. It doesn't, it's one or the other. And unfortunately, it's a Gotham City-like choice. And we have to see it as a choice. And we have to be willing to start giving it the good fight. And that's why, you know, I tell my clients and people, hey, starting today, you are now a peaceful warrior. You are the calm in the middle of the storm of life itself. And your peace and your love helps to inspire and uplift others around you. You now have the ability and the responsibility to help heal others, to help understand others, and help heal and understand yourself. And to stop wasting so much time beating yourself up, wondering why you're so stressed, instead of being able to act on it. Uh, which we'll get more and more into. Um, and from an article, and this whole podcast is based off an article, summarized article of our last four years and so what, called The uh, Path to Wellness, that we invite all of you to check out. Uh, but examples of things that we can do just to help give our life a little bit more life, basically, and meaning and ability to... Uh, uh, just give ourselves that little more willingness to walk this path of wellness. Uh, an example is getting pets. Uh, personally, uh, if you're really struggling with depression, it may be tough to get a dog. And with the responsibility that it brings, um, instead of them needing walks, instead of that becoming a good opportunity to get out there and go for a walk, it can become something that you resent them for and that makes you angrier. It is much easier to own a cat, but I recommend trying to find a cat with a dog-like personality, which is kind of the best of both worlds. Um, but getting pets um, that you that you want, that you can cuddle with, play with, spend time with, because um, it it's it's just it's not going to solve all of your stress. It's not going to you know solve everything, but just adding that little bit of life to the house, whether it's um, pets, I wouldn't suggest goldfish, um, though apparently they can live a long time. I don't know. Um, but, you know, like uh, getting plants into the house, uh, get, just getting more life into the house. Um, uh, you know, trying to go onto more nature walks. Um, 
like, it's really hard to say how important it is to get out there and to see other people and see nature, even when we're quarantining. Um, and one, th one thing to understand with pandemics in, in general is that there's 10 different, um, uh, viruses and plagues out there that we as a nation just have to get, and as a people have to get smarter about how we deal with plagues. And the whole goal obviously is to prevent shutdowns by taking responsible measures. Um, because shutdowns is, is, it's devastating for an economy, but we kind of have to shut down once we get to a point when our hospitals are getting full and any new people may just simply be facing death. Um, because right now, 2% of the people that get COVID that go to a hospital, um, may die. It's only 2% on average, uh, 14%, um, much higher, uh, ages, but without a hospital to go to, that percentage increases drastically. Um, not, not like 30%, but you know what I mean? Um, and I mean, unfortunately, I hate to say this, but if someone wants to say, if I get it, I get it. I'm not going to practice social guidelines and that person should have to sign a do not resuscitate form. Like if you want to say, I'm just going to be a, a big man and go into parties and such, whether or not I, and this is not just about Corona. This is about any plague or virus that may, we may see in our future. You know, if someone really wants to say, if I get it, I get it, then sign the form, prove it. But that's not America. America is the country where we care for our sick. And obviously, I don't want to get into politics because, yes, sometimes in our efforts of trying to care for people, we can sometimes go too far and so on and so forth. Um, but uh, even in times of pandemics, I still say it's important to go on to nature walks to, you know, socially distance, be responsible, but still try to see other people connect with their eyes. Be embarrassed if your hair is bad. Be embarrassed if you realize you're slouching. Because it's that contact with other people that help us hold ourselves to a higher standard than just falling apart alone in our houses. Even if we're married, because we, we will suffer through that together. Um, you know, find safe ways to socialize. Uh, music, art, and culture uh, can be very helpful. Uh, trying to find what music or even what paintings can help getting into painting can be a nice therapy. Um, one thing everyone can do is aromatherapy. Even when you're on the floor, you know, or you're stuck in bed and you're just riddled with depression, anxiety, they can barely move. You can still have, um, a lemon or peppermint. Uh, essential oil. Uh, peppermint hel helps essential oil. It helps to increase our energy. It makes our mitochondria make more ATP naturally. Um, and it um, helps to fight inflammation as well. And then lemon is just a general good mood lifter. And the two of those combined um, can be very helpful to help get us off the floor. And then lavender um, is very powerful at getting us into rest and digest mode which is the opposite of fight or flight, where our memory works better, where we learn better, where we can love better, where we, where everything gets better. Um, which is also why anything you do after meditating is generally going to be more enjoyable than if you were stressed. Um, although meditation 
this more advanced wellness activity that we'll be getting to. And each of these um, steps, these are steps that I welcome you to just do. And you could and you can, and it's fine to wait to listen to future um, episodes of this podcast till you can do these steps. And once you're feeling good about the, like uh, this step of boost, boosting your path, for instance, then you can move on because things will get more and more advanced. And I don't want that to scare you from doing the step that you may feel comfortable with. Um, but aromatherapy is amazing because we can be paralyzed in bed and still be able to grab put some on our finger and wipe some on our necks um, just to help give that like um, especially if you have a loved one who suffers from panic attacks and mood swings and whatnot it's not always possible to reason or talk to them and they may get upset at you for saying things like you're not fat and so on but you can still start some lavender aromatherapy you can put some on their neck you know there are always things that we can do to help uh, heal things a little bit. And oftentimes, every little bit is important. Um, for those with pets, the one essential oil that I know is, uh, should be safe for all pets is lemon essential oil. Uh, lavender uh, is supposed to be safe for women that, that are pregnant, but not so much with um, cats, I think. It's okay for dogs. Um, and we have, we'll have an article soon on our website that goes into the breakdown of what essential oils are safe for what pets and so on. But uh, for now, one thing that's supposed to be safe for everyone is lemon essential oil. Uh, but yeah, we'll be getting to that more in our future articles. Um, and one thing I'd say, like, even if you're doubting yourself and you're having a hard time, is dare to fall in love. Um, it can really, I mean... There's a question of what does it take to get us to get our asses off the couch and really work on self-improvement. And for some people, unfortunately, that's not, and some men, unfortunately, it's not even when they have a kid because of stress that's holding them back. Like most abusive men, they're in so much internal pain and they beat themselves up inside so much that they truly believe that one more complaint, one more anything will literally be enough to kill them. And because they've become so hopeless in their own healing, they've learned that in order to survive, they have to then displace the blame on others to the point of even potential violence. And I'm not excusing domestic violence. I'm not excusing abusive men. I'm just explaining from a wellness perspective, understanding stress and fight or flight, why? I've made many men on my table cry by explaining that to a more gentle and, and uh, slow approach because their entire lives, uh, oddly enough, when they're the ones throwing fists and I didn't realize it until they cried, um, that the entire time they felt trapped inside at the same time of their own stress, of their own anger. Um, but seriously, uh, Dare to fall in love, dare to get out there, dare to be willing to work on relationships that you have, dare to share this with others. Um, and not because anything's wrong with them, but it's like, because again, this isn't our fault. This isn't your fault. This isn't his fault. It isn't the fault of the other side of the aisle, but they're becoming more and more extreme to the point where we're driven in fear, grief, and sadness of them. Um, and even though 
I would personally say I believe one side of the aisle is true and one side of the aisle is completely crazy. Each side of the aisle still has the same beliefs. Each side of the aisle is terrified of the other because of stress. And it's because of stress that we've lost the ability to find the common ground things that we can and should work on. It's because of stress um, and it's laser focused to the th only the things that we believe in our fear of that we've lost the ability to take ownership of our own mess ups. The things that are blatantly obvious. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, and of course, whenever meeting people out there, just be safe. I recommend that, especially women should learn uh, martial arts. Um, you know, even it's just simple boxing, because most thugs or most criminals are very weak. They're because of the stress that they're facing. No one in a healthy environment with plenty of finance and resources decides to just start mugging people or attacking people. It's like 99.9999% of the time is going to be someone who's struggling, who's in pain. They're not going to be that hard to fight off um, most of the time. Um, but still, a little martial arts goes a very long way. And things like deciding not to walk through alleyways and so on. But that's something else. Uh, other things that you can do to help boost your path is, like, I find extraordinary how on a planet of 7 billion people and counting, how so many of us can feel cripplingly alone. And no matter how odd you are, or how unique you think you are, or how uh, cliche you think you are, cheesy or nerdy or anything, there are people out there for you. I mean, I'm out there for everyone. I, you know, that's why these podcasts are free. That's why, you know, we have a lot of free stuff on our website because my core belief is that if I hopefully can help just a few people out there, hopefully more, suffer from stress less to the point where they can truly begin to heal, to truly begin to improve. I believe that's the only way that my own future can become more worth living in. You know, because even people who are wealthy, as time goes on, the waiters at the restaurants that remain, um, unfortunately from a lack of health from both sides, um, but the waiters that serve them are gonna be uh, more and more depressed from because of how wages have just been not been keeping up with cost of living. So there's going to be a day, even if it, it may be today, where a person with all the assets and wealth and fame and fortune will be surrounded by misery, by waiters that serve them, by hairdressers that serve them, by chauffeurs that serve them. And that's going to be miserable for them. That's not what they want either. But because of the stress that they face, they're not going to be able to have successful or progressive conversations with the rest of us. They're going to, because fight or flight dictates that we worry about our own survival, they're going to be more war, more worried about themselves. And there's many wealthy people out there. There's many celebrities out there that are fighting to try to make things better. But then it becomes our own stress that gets in the way of being able to hear their message. Like I love how Chris Rock says, 
I don't care who you think the messenger is. Did you get the message? You know, like, um, but I digress. Uh, other health, healthy things you can do, um, is anything that lets you let go, anything that gets you out of your head, like bike riding is amazing because it's a very, it's a low impact sport, but it has a very high change of scenery ratio to effort made. So, um, cause when depression and anxiety is high, um, just going for a walk is not going to be enough. You know, you're, you're, I hate this walk. This is boring. You know, this, your dopamine levels are going to be too oversaturated from the social media and whatever that you turn to as a drug, um, which is another flaw in the design that um, we'll get to around the end. Um, but anything that, you know, getting out of your comfort zone, challenging yourself, even if that challenge is lifting one finger. Yeah. Even if that's the challenge, even if that's all you can do. Um, so be it, do it, whatever it takes to get to your next inch. Fine. Um, but anything that lets you let go, get out of your head, get out of the house, let go, uh, challenge your comfort zones, challenge your intellectual zones. Um, it's only going to help. Um, and I very much recommend finding a wellness buddy. Soon we're going to be having an app come out, a wellness app that will help make it easier to pair up with like-minded people because they already would have suffered through our podcast or audiobook and whatnot, or just people that um, couldn't quite make it through them, but at least want to try to begin to climb step by step. Uh, so yeah, keep an eye out for it. Uh, it's going to be very basic. Uh, like, congratulations, you're basic when it comes out. Um, but hopefully it can help. Um, so, you know, we'll see. Hopefully within weeks, but we'll see. But try to find a wellness buddy. Try to find someone where you help hold each other accountable in a positive light. Recognizing that when you're stressed, you're going to be more prone to blaming and complaining about them and their ability to help you than you're going to be a positive force in the union. Because of stress, not you. Um... So when you're beginning in this journey, you're going to need more patience than you have. And you're going to have to recognize that neither of you are going to be a great buddy at first. But stick to it, even if it's bumpy, even if you only inspired each other to go out on a walk once a month, right? Or uh, push each other to keep up with your steps app or whatever it is. But having that buddy is even better if it's a loved one or a friend, but having that buddy is important because in isolation we die and together we grow. And the more people that you're cheering on and are cheering you on, the better. But at, at least become willing to do these things to help bring in a little more life into your life, a little more reason for living, a little more purpose, a little more oomph. Um, and then you'll find that these next steps are even easier. And if you're not able to do any of these things to add a little more life to your house and so on, get into nature and so on, that's fine. It's okay. We'll still be able to climb. And hopefully with the next steps, those can make previous steps a little more easy. Uh, but yeah. Um, 
I'm hoping that for all of you out there, especially that are suffering from crippling levels of depression and anxiety, I'd like to end, end with telling you that once I myself used to be extremely depressed, hyper-depressed, to the point where I was actionable. Um, I was so certain that I would never be a use to anyone. With mathematical, ungodly amounts of uncertainty, that I wasn't even emotional about it. It was just a fact that I would never be of use to anyone. Um, and at that moment, I looked up to the sky and I said, if I jumped, would you stop me? And oddly enough, a glowing orb appeared. And I know that sounds weird and hard to believe, but oddly enough, my mom was there at the same time because I was in, we were both in the same cult. She was a parishioner. I was um, part of the clergy, so to speak. And she happened to be there, uh, there for a service. And she saw above the same building, not knowing that her son was about to jump. And that that thing that she saw was the only reason he didn't. And the only reason why I'm here today. But it's important to know that I know for a fact, I know first person, front row seats, VIP, how painful, how magnetic depression, anxiety, and pain can be. But I promise you, that there is hope for you. Not just from if I can do it, you can do it, but because there is a path, there's a reason why you've fallen into the traps you've had that you've fallen before. There's a reason why you have the pain that you do. And there's a reason why life hasn't been working out the way that you want. There's a reason why it's been so hard to talk across the aisle. And as we all go through this path, well, the two listeners that we have, um, you'll find that those things that you used to have a hard time with are going to become more and more possible. So never give up.